The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, BronxPinstripes.com proudly brings to you the most exciting Yankees podcast in the world, George's Box. Welcome back to George's Box. I'm JJ. I'm Nick. And the Yankees exist. <laughs> I mean, this is... There was, like, the stretch of August last year when, like, the team really sucked. And I know there was at one point we lost five games in a row. That's, like, you know, the next thing we're approaching. Um, but, like, we had that big first half. So it was like, oh, we've got this cushion. We're playing with house money, you know? You go to the casino with 100 bucks, you hit a couple reds, a couple blacks, and you're just like, oh, I've got $500. So when you lose two, three times in a row, you still feel like you're up. This is the lowest of the low. And I think your tweet that they're honoring the 2013 <laughs> Yankees by having no offense is so just it's a perfect tweet. Like chef's kiss. Great job, Nick. Thanks. Maybe they'll have a ceremony day in August. You know, well, they'll bring back Lyle Overbay and Vernon Wells and Travis Hafner. We can have a whole celebration and yeah, they'll lose three to nothing. <laughs> We're getting close to just the Yes Network just running bogs on the horse on repeat. And Jeter going into the stands. Just those two yeah. back and back and forth every night. We're not a huge stats analytics pod, but I did I did want to come in with some numbers today. I would have been scouring Twitter, just finding like the best tweets, the best stats that I can find. So I'm gonna throw a couple couple numbers at you here. Sixty one and sixty three. That is their record since June thirtieth of last year. So a lot of times So wait, what is it? Sixty one wins and sixty three losses, including playoffs since June 30th of last year. Cause when they start out poorly, a lot of times people are like small sample size. We haven't played 500 games yet. This is not a small sample size. No, I mean, I think if you go back for like three years, I mean, it's a pretty 500 team. Yeah, <laughs> that's bad. And you take away, you take away that manacle start that they had in 22 and you take away that 13 game winning streak that they had in 2021 on the West coast that nobody even saw. Yeah. And it's even worse. So yeah, 61 and 63, the other stat, a little more recent five and zero when Cole pitches 10 and 15 when he doesn't, I mean, they're pretty much unwatchable when he's not on the bump. 
It is. I mean, it's just, it's depressing. I was thinking about this a little earlier. Do you think Cole regrets signing with the Yankees? He could he could have gotten the same money anywhere else. He could have gone to the Dodgers. He wouldn't have won a World Series in 2020. Feel like the money, I don't think matters because anyone was going to give him the money. As a West Coast guy, as a Southern SoCal guy, my answer was going to be the Dodgers. Yeah, I mean they're a better organization. It's closer to home, and they win more than us. Yeah, like it's. You think they're a gr- and I'm, we're going to talk about it, but like, I don't see a way out. I don't see the path right now. I mean, you look at the lineup. I tweeted earlier. We have one person in the lineup tonight who's batting over 250. DJ sitting right at 250. So if it's you Rizzo, want to count right? that, Rizzo's yeah, it's the Rizzo. Guy. Okay. And then if you go, when you hit our five spot, if you go five, six, seven, eight, nine, and then back to Volpe at one, who's hitting 217, you don't have a single guy hitting above 240. Oh, it's depressing. I mean, we got fucking Willie Calhoun batting fifth for the $293 million New York Yankees. It's 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 embarrassing. Might as well just bat IKF there. He's playing center field. <laughs> it's, it's terrible. Oh, here's a, here's a good one. $48.6 million. That is the amount of money we're spending on Montas, who hasn't played, Lou Trevino, who hasn't played, Josh Donaldson, who's played, I don't know, four games, Aaron Hicks, and IKF. That is a legit $50 million pretty much flushed away. I mean, you can argue certain guys in there do certain things, but, like, it's pretty much $50 million for nothing, and that is all on Cashman. Yeah, I mean, I've I've talked about it for years, that Brian Cashman stinks at his job, and nobody has done less with more than him in the history of any profession, really. Yeah. Like, in the history of any profession, if you gave a carpenter every hammer and nail and wood in the world, and he just showed you a pile of wood, like, that's the equivalent of what's going on. There is there is fucking nothing. Dude, it is it's so bad. And the one the one saving grace that I have mentally is that I I think I've been one of the earliest people to say Brian Cashman hasn't done fucking dick. I've been saying it for years. It appears that the rest of Yankee fandom is coming around to that in that, like the guy who happened to be the general manager when you were in second grade and they won the world series in 1998 or even fucking later, like is not that dude. He built one team that won a world series and he did it by spending the most money in the largest market. (laughs) Luckily we aren't constrained by his salary, right? Like what's he make? $2 million a year, maybe four or five at this point, whatever. Yeah. But it doesn't count towards a luxury tax. No. So there is no like, well, we're stuck with it because we have to deal with the repercussions of it. All it is, is we made a bad investment and it's time to move on or simply reassign him to, you know, something else. Like, I don't think Brian Cashman has nothing to offer, but he's not the general manager of a major league baseball team in this day and age. No, and we've seen the graphic of like the Astros front office guys 
you know, they're 28 years old, 31 years old, 26 years old. And then we have Cashman, who I think he's over 50s, what, 51, 52. And a lot of his lieutenants, Michael Fishman, Gene Afterman, they're in their 50s. We're a bunch of dinosaurs compared to the Astro front office, the Dodger front office, and it's really bad. And you're right. No, nobody has done less with more. And and everybody's looking around like, what do we do? The, the time to do something was the offseason. And they did nothing. They they did. They re-signed Judge and they signed Rodon, who we both wanted, but he's injured. Re-signed Rizzo. And re-signed Rizzo. But that was the time to add. And they all they really did was subtract. They subtracted Carpenter. They subtracted Benintendi. They acquired no depth. I mean, no depth at all. No bench guys. There were guys available. And, and they, he kind of sat on his hands and did the run it back thing. And, and people want to use the injury excuse. Cashman can't use the injury excuse when he assembled a team of guys that we know are injury prone. Yeah. So Brian Cashman's 55 years old. He got a four year contract. Jesus. It doesn't say how much his contract is, but his last contract was five years, 25 million. So he's probably getting more. I guarantee you got a raise. Yeah. I mean, maybe th- there is a certain point where I could see post COVID some revenue, you know, issue. I mean, the Yankees are making money, but just to also say like, well, Brian, you can have this same contract, but like you're not getting more. You haven't done anything like you. He signed that contract in December 2017. In December 2017, Brian Cashman had built the new core Four. God, everything with everything was looking up. Doesn't that feel like 100 years ago? Yeah, dude. Fucking hate this team. <laughs> like they got it's 2017. They lost to Houston and then they traded for Stanton early December. It was like. A month yeah. and a half after the season ended, everything, everything was looking up. Could you imagine like, looking at that, that if I told you on December 11, 2017, when we signed Cashman for another five years, I don't know what date we got Stanton. Let's say whatever the date is, we got Stanton. I said on that, we got Stanton. It is now 2023. It is May 1st. We have won no World Series. Uh, haven't even made a World Series. And I'm kind of curious if Gary Sanchez opts out of his minor league deal with the Giants today. Where have we gone? (laughs) It's insane. And if you would have told us that we added Cole and haven't gotten this far, too, like that's that's the other thing, man. Like they got they got the big fish that they wanted. And still we got back in 19, lost to Cole, got Cole, lost to the same guys again two years later. Yeah, no, it's sad. And when you look at the arc of this, whatever this era is, I think 2019 is going to be the one that we look back on and like, ah, that was our that was our best shot. Like that was the best team. They won 103 games. They won game one in Houston. They were up two to one in game two in Houston. I mean, they were I think that was the closest that we'll um, that we'll end up getting. They were up one oh in the ALCS. I mean, that's as close realistically as we've as we've gotten since then. The good thing is that in AAA, Gary Sanchez has a 164 batting average, so <laughs> we didn't miss anything. And it's all it's all the prospects, though. Like it, it, he's the easiest one to make fun of. But again, Judge is the only one that's actually that's actually panned out. Yeah, like Glaber had a hot start to the season. He's obviously slowed down. He hasn't been an All Star in 40 years. Um, we haven't developed a uh, – I haven't looked to see even how Jordan Montgomery is doing this year, but he was the closest we had come to developing a starting pitcher, and we fucking hated him. Yeah. Um, it, it's it's bad. I mean, we traded for Efros last year. He was supposed to help, never going to play. 
you know, our next catcher is Ben Verdell, whatever the fuck his Still name hasn't is. Played. He's in single A. This guy was going to be our opening day catcher last year. He's in single A. And every player, pretty much every player that Cashman has acquired over the past year and a half, except for IKF, is injured. Montas, Lou Trevino, F. Ross, the, the entire list is injured. Benatendi missed a shit ton of time. Yeah, yeah. Donaldson. The guy, the guy that we want to be injured is the guy who's not getting injured. Hicks. Yeah, or I was saying IKF too. IKF's oh, yeah. got a lot of hustle, but he still fucking sucks. Like he does, but at least he can get out there and center and and entertain you a bit. Aaron Hicks in the outfield, like the ball in in Houston where he kind of slid, and I guess he lost it in the lights. Like it's not even fun bagging on him anymore. It's just depressing. It's like that's always weird when as a fan when you're like I fucking hate this guy, and I know everyone else hates this guy, and then it hits a point where you're like, huh, are we being rough on him? Like he looks really sad. <laughs> yeah. I will the play the play on Jeter night last year where he thought the ball was foul and just stared at it as the guys were running around the yeah. bases like a merry go round. I, I think that was the the breaking point for him. He's hitting I think one thirty. He has one RBI. It's just it's insane. I can't believe he's still on the team. I think they need to DFA him just to like calm the dogs a little bit and and calm the fans. Like they, do something, even well, if it's eyewash. So. I get like yeah, the guy sucks, but at a certain extent, like I've seen people be like, you just got to DFA him. You, we see what this team is. Let's call up Dominguez. That's not the answer either. Like stunning that guy's growth by throwing him into the major leagues when he's not ready isn't going to help us just so we could sell a couple of tickets to watch a guy fucking bat 200. Because like Volpe's piecing it together at times. He's finding more. He, he He's making contributions. He's still batting. 217. He's going to get out eight out of 10 times. Yes. And the thing with Volpe is that he's he's so fast and he's such a good base runner that he can kind of contribute in other ways, even when he's slumping. But most guys don't have that. I mean, he has blazing speed and most guys don't have that. So he can kind of get by hitting 220 and still kind of be a contributor. But not everybody can do that. And look like Oswaldo Cabrera. You know, it's easy to bag on Hicks, but he's a guy that's done nothing. He was a guy that had some upside last year. You know, came up, had some energy, and we were expecting him to at least hit, I don't know, 250 and be a solid everyday contributor. And he's been he's been awful as well. So it's not just Hicks. Yeah, I mean, you know, that there was the little bit of like, oh, well, he's an exciting player because he is. He's, he's happy to be there. That's something we want. But you got to be more than happy to be there. You can yeah. pull a guy out of the bleachers who'd be happy to be there. <laughs> a <little> flex. <laughs> When he gets a hit, but like the hits aren't coming. <laughs> they're not, they're not. It's, it's really, it's really depressing. And I, I, I know they're banged up and I know we've had an insane amount of injuries, but look, we faced the Rangers this weekend. Uh, Corey Seager, their best player by a mile was out with a hamstring strain and Jacob deGrom, their best pitcher got hurt in the third inning and they took three out of four from us. So there, there comes a time. Yes, we're banged up, but I, I don't want to hear excuses and I don't want to hear excuses because Cashman knew that he had injury prone guys again, traded for Bader when he was in a walking boot. We know about Stanton. We know about Donaldson, uh, Montas, Severino. Like this is an injury. Even Rodon has been injured a lot. Cashman knew what he was getting into. So don't assemble an injury prone roster and then blame injuries. Yeah, it's a lot of it's a thing that I complain about our friend or complain about our fan base about where it's like 
they just want the guys that they know. And with the, I hope that like, well, what if they just play better? Yes. And yes. Brian Cashman is doing that at the major league level. Yeah, no, it's it's terrible. And I did want to talk about Stanton a little bit. And this is kind of a delicate conversation because I don't want to come across as the keyboard tough guy or like the out of touch guy. But like, I think they need to have a conversation with him about pain tolerance and be like, look, I mean, it's been two weeks. You had a hamstring strain. Can you can you get in there for DH two or three nights a week? Take some swings. Don't run at least stand in the box and, and scare the pitcher a little bit. I mean, does this guy really need six weeks? With a hamstring strain, he can't take a couple of swings and, and jog around a little bit. They say he's jogging. They say he's taking BP. I mean, if they keep slow playing this, what if what if they're 15 games out by the time he gets back? You, you see what I'm saying a little bit? Like, is there does it come to a point where it's like you got to give us what you have? I mean, not really at the major league level because I think that you know this isn't a good like high school tournament where it's like you know hey we just gotta gut it out like and it's not september it's not october like we're not trying to just like there's so much season left so it's like he's never gonna get better while still playing and there isn't that end in sight where it's like oh well he toughed it out for the month of october and we won a World Series, and now he can rest or go have surgery or whatever. Similar to, like, I mean, Bryce Harper's back. Like, you know, and so he needed Tommy John. Everyone knew he needed Tommy John. He toughed it out, got them to the World Series, and then, you know, was able to have surgery and come back early, the exact opposite of what we do. Bryce Harper misses 150 days with Tommy John, and, and Stanton pulls a hammy and misses six weeks. And look, I'll be honest, I'm I'm desperate here looking for answers. I don't know if he can if he can do it, but they're eight games back of the division. If he continues to miss time again, and Stan and Judge, we we're gonna probably know on the, while we're recording if he's going on the IL. Judge, we haven't even gotten to his injury yet. But I mean, there there comes a point where you know, you're 13, 14, 15 games back. They're really not that far off from that. They're eight games back and they have seven games coming up against the Rays. If, if those guys aren't out there, that's a one in six. And they're, they're 13 games back. I mean, this could get, I guess my point is it could get out of hand much quicker than you think. I mean, we said at the beginning of the season, like, Hey, this could get bad early, but let's see. And it was like, all right, well, Hey, they're, you know, they're holding it together, but we said a week ago, like, hey, this is about to get possibly very ugly because we were looking at the Twins being a good team. We we're looking at the Rangers who are being a competitive team, knowing we've got Cleveland coming in. And like, yeah, we get, you know, next week, the Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday of Oakland. That's like maybe a break. But you've got Tampa, Cleveland, Tampa, Oakland, Tampa, Toronto. Oh, uh, four. Is that four in Toronto, too? I'm not looking uh, at the schedule, no, but I think that's yes, it's four. <sighs> so we have three at Tampa, Tampa coming to New York for four and then us going to Toronto for four. Yeah, this could get really. And, you know, the Blue Jays are going to be I mean, that's going to be like Christmas when we get up there. They're going to be so fired up. Vlad Jr., Manoa, that the fa- I mean, they are going to the be- fans that I mean, say what you want about like Toronto or, you know, like markets like them. When they have a competitive team, like they fill that fucking stadium. 
Yeah. Yeah. And they get up for the Yankees. I mean, that's 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 what happens when you're the Yankees. We have the three hundred million dollar payroll and they're usually competitive. But the downside is we get everybody's best punch. Um, It's five twenty six. As of now, Judge has not been put on the I.L. They said they would make a decision before the game. I'm kind of assuming he's going to stay active. And this is what I think their thought process is. I I don't even know if he's going to play in this Cleveland series. But if they were to put him on the IL and he misses the the series of the trap this weekend upcoming up, like that's an automatic sweep. So I think they're saying like, look, maybe maybe he doesn't play till Friday. But I think they're worried that if they put him on the IL, we're get swept by the Rays and and the division is over fucking on Cinco de Mayo. I mean, we've got <laughs> the the updates today are pretty much lasagna needs <laughs> surgery. To remove burnt bone spurs, that went from he's shut down for two weeks to August, September, very quickly. Which means September. Trevino's getting a second opinion. Don't know how that helps us. That'll be Tommy John. Bader could be activated this weekend. All he has to do is bat 750 and fucking mash and we're good. Montes could start a throwing program soon not is but he could in theory he could <laughs> and Sevy has a rehab start on wednesday and then he could be two to three weeks away what have the simulated games been i thought the simulated games got us to being one start away it's it dude the the build up the, the pitchers coming back from injury playing catch on flat ground playing long toss on a mound a, a, a dead bullpen live bullpen the three ups or whatever they call it. then the re it, it's fucking exhausting man and clearly it like whatever process they have doesn't work because they're constantly having setbacks during all of this shit anyway <laughs> but it's it's exhausting man it really it really is and so Boone said about Judge. I think Aaron's being realistic. He understands what's at stake and that it's important. So we're having real conversations. I don't want to close the door on him if he's ready to play in a couple of days. This is fucking IL. That's as IL as it gets. It is, but I, I don't think they can afford to. Look, even if it's just DHing him in the trap, you, you need him going into Tampa. I'm telling you, they will get swept in Tampa without him and with him, they, they might still get swept, but at least they have a chance to win a game. And I'm not trying to like be morbid, but like that, that's kind of what the situation is. And, and we talk about it all the time with judge and Stanton. The lineup is scary with one of them. The lineup's okay with neither of them. The lineup is a, a joke. This It's a spring training lineup that yes. we're putting out there today. And I tweeted during our shellacking on Sunday, yeah, like we're about to get so many emails about ticket deals. <laughs> Listen, if you're listening to this, it's tomorrow, so it's too late. But you go on their website. It's Monday, May 1st only. Uh, grandstand level seats for $5.01. This entire Guardian series, the entire athletic series. And I think they're just going to keep rolling out fucking deals because, I mean, we're we're looking at by May 19th, this is fucking done. That's the end of that's after Toronto. We're now Friday the 19th. We are in Cincinnati. And we are cooked. Because yeah. then after that, after those three Reds games, we get an off day. You get Baltimore, who's playing better than us. 
And you get the Padres coming to town. That's a big. Oh yeah, and I'll be I'll be at that one. And yeah, then no, you get it's, to follow it up by going out west to Seattle. The Dodgers. And then the Dodgers. <laughs> no, it's t- it's terrifying. Apparently, I I think August and September is is pretty easy. Like they get the Athletics, the Nationals, the I mean the Pirates were supposed to be easy, but they're they're looking good. And also these ticket deals, you know, what's frustrating is I. Generally, when I go, I go on Friday nights and it's always for whatever reason, they do all their giveaways like their bobbleheads and shit on Friday nights. So they jack the prices up. And it's like I don't care about the Derek Jeter superhero Marvel bobblehead it, like. Ah, but and then, you know, when it's a Wednesday, but you'll be there $5. on June 23rd. You're right. <laughs> Not for the bobblehead just because it's it's a Friday. No, it's it's very it's very bad. It's very dark. I want to go through the judge injury a little bit, you know, go go through it here. So. They're playing a day game. He hasn't hadn't had a rest day yet. They're winning five nothing. He decides it's a good time to try to steal, not steal oh, yeah. second, steal oh, yeah. third. 40-40, baby. He also thinks it's a good idea to dive head first, and he completely mistimes the dive and like belly flops. Looked three. like if I was making that dive, <laughs> like if you were like, hey, listen, it's not even a play. Like you're not trying to be safe, but just like Jack, take off from second and dive head first into third. That's exactly what it looks like. Yeah, no, that, yeah, it, it looked like a beer league softball slide um, stays stays in the game. It's apparently a hip or a, a hand is what they're calling. it. He's flexing his hand. He says he's all good. Took off right into the tunnel. Yes, yes. Heart attack city. Comes back, though. And then, you know, you would think the next day, Thursday, logical day for a rest day, right? He's banged up. They're playing on turf. In Arlington, he has not had a day off yet. If you're going to give him a day, give him that day. Boone says, no, I'm playing him. Second inning, third inning, he swings, grabs, and he's been out ever since. I mean, this was the most preventable. That's what sucks about these injuries. It's not like guys are tearing their ACL or just breaking their ankle. It's it's all these preventable injuries that are almost caused by stupid play. That's why it's irritating. Well – so if you think about the quote that I read earlier from Boone of just like, oh, we're, you know, we're talking to him. We're seeing no one should be talking to him. No one should be like, hey, what do you think should happen here? <laughs> Medical professionals should be making this decision. And I know when it was like, hey, it's a long season and it gets late in the season and he's chasing the seventh most home runs ever <laughs> that they're going to say like, oh, you know, hey, do you need a day? And you consult him on that. I get that. But when a guy's out and he's missing game times, you game time, you don't ask him like, hey, what do you think should happen here? Like, it's not his call anymore. You need to say like, no, you need a day off. And if he says I'm the captain, it's just, like that doesn't really mean anything. That means literally nothing at the major league level. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the captainship doesn't come with a medical degree. So that it doesn't come with a medical degree. You don't bring out the lineup card every day. You don't go out there for the coin toss. Like there's nothing. There is no more useless title than captain in Major League Baseball. No, no. And yeah, clearly they are. They are consulting with him. And clearly, I mean, to the point you just brought up, this is the guy that. I don't was it he lied about the rib or he just didn't say anything when yeah, he, he didn't say anything about yeah, it. Yeah. So like this isn't the most and look, and I'm not knocking him for that. That's how athletes are. They you know, you want to you want to play, you're competitive, I get it. But we hired Eric Cressy, who's supposedly the king of sports nutrition. He saved Verlander, he saved Kluber, he's he's the best. He he should be the one making the decision that the doctors and it's it should be pretty obvious. If you can make it worse by playing, 
don't play. If it's just a pain tolerance thing and you can't make it worse, then then get out there. I mean, to me, it's pretty simple in that regard. So I think like I, and I get like, I don't know, to a certain extent, like once all this contract shit's over, it's like you just tell him what to do. This is your job. We're your bosses. We're telling you how it goes. Simple as that. It seems pretty cut and dry to me. Yeah, me too. Um, it's And I think they're trying to weigh, but I think it's kind of like what I just said. Like, the, obviously they want, they always want to protect the long-term and protect the long-term health. But I, I think they're worried that if, if they IL him, it, they're going to be 13 games back when he comes back. Like at, at some point, the hole is too big. And this team is not built to make a 15-game come back. And I don't want to hear about the 78 team. That's another thing while I'm venting. If I see one more, well, the, the 1998 Yankees started one or four and the 2009 Yankees started 12 and 15. I don't give a shit. This team doesn't have A-Rod and Jeter and Mariano Rivera and Posada and Johnny Damon and Matsui and the rest of those guys. Stop comparing these losers to 2009 and 1998. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Scott Barocious isn't walking through that door. <laughs> you know, like, I mean, if you just go, like, position by position around that, it's just like, we don't have, we're not those guys. This roster is not those guys. Bernie Williams and IKF, <laughs> same guy. Never seen IKF play guitar once. <laughs> Glaber was supposed to basically be like another Cano, you know, a 10 year just all star stalwart. And he, he's not. Yeah, no. I mean, you look at 2009. That's probably the greatest infield ever assembled. You had A-Rod, Jeter, Tashar and Cano all, all in their primes. It, it, we're, we're comparing these guys to them. Stop. Just stop. Yeah, pretty much all all stars. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's clear. And now and now you're starting to see the oh, the deadline and Ninja Cash. The time to add pieces and improve the team was the offseason when you can just sign guys, not now when you have to give up prospects and depending on who's available and who's selling. The time to get better was the offseason. And now let me ask you this. So they gave IKF six million. I think the Padres gave Carpenter two and a half million. He's got a 370 OBP with three bombs. I feel like Carpenter would be a lot more useful right now than IKF. Like that seems like a miss to me. Matt Carpenter. Yeah. Yeah, but you just – IKF was already here. Well, they could have non-tendered IKF and then signed Carpenter. I, I, I'm but I think that would also be making a decision before spring That's training true. started, before you saw anything, to say one of you young kids has to step up. 
That's true. That's true. But, but with hindsight now, it's like, oh, we could really use that lefty stick. Yeah. I mean, I meant to look it up before this. Like, how's Michael Conforto doing? Oh, yeah. Like, we both wanted him. That's the guy I wanted. Hopefully, he fucking sucks right now. Yeah. He's got a negative war. All right. Good, good, good. Four home runs. That's good. Somebody, I think it was, um, I think it was your boy, uh, Neil. He he had a tweet or something that uh, Calhoun has the worst war of any, like since any of any MLB player that's played since 2020. Calhoun has the worst like cumulative war. It's like negative something for his career. <laughs> I don't even know where he came from. He was a top prospect like 10 years ago. Y- yeah, like I'm hearing. <laughs> I mean, everyone who we're calling up was a top prospect like 10 years ago. What's yeah. the name of the guy? I forget. We just called him up. Bauer. Do- called him up, dove into the wall in the first <laughs> inning. By the way, so I was actually – we were in the car. I was listening to the fan, and uh, John and Susan had no idea what was what, – like they thought it was a fair ball. They, they Then they thought he dropped it. Then they finally – and I'm like trying to listen, figuring out what's happening. And then all of a sudden they're like, yeah, he's down, and it looks serious. I'm like, what is going on? It honestly reminded me of Dustin Fowler. You remember that? Yeah. Yeah. It's like ruptured his Achilles or something diving into the wall. It was just like, what is It's just like, great. We're going to have to put Hicks out there now. Like we were all so excited for it to not be Hicks of like, may, maybe it's this guy. Cause at a certain point as a fan base, I think we all know this team sucks and our farm system sucks. And we're just hoping that someone will come up and be that flash in the pan that like gets things started. I so Willie Calhoun has only played 269 career games in the major leagues, but he made his debut in 2017. So we're going on seven years that he has had appearances at the major league level, right? Yep. He has a negative 2.1 career war. <laughs> How? How, Sway? How? He's fat and slow, gives you nothing, and he's not that good of a hitter. So there you go. <laughs> Jesus Christ, it's bad. And if you look at it now, like what they're doing with Bowers, so Bowers and Judge, right, they can't play tonight. They're both on the active roster. So they're essentially playing with 24. You have, you know, you have your backup catcher, and then I guess they have one other bench player. They're playing very shorthanded. And I get it with Judge. Like, okay, Judge, you can burn a spot because it's Aaron Judge, and you might need him back for Tampa. But, like, why are we doing that with Bowers? If he can't, You should have just put a sheet over him in the outfield and gave him a needle like a horse. Just put him down. (laughs) Just put him down right there. It's Kentucky Derby week. It's it's very fitting. (laughs) Um, My wife asked me. She's like, isn't it like the Derby this weekend? I was like, I don't drink anymore. Like, how would I know? I like horse racing is uh is fun. I've kind of liked it as I've I used older. to go. We used to go to derby parties like in New York. I wear a bow tie. Uh, okay. Dressed up. Yeah. Did like a ton of stuff. I would have no idea now. You I ever can't. been to Saratoga? No. Oh, dude. It's a fucking blast. No, I'm not like uh, I don't it's know. a lot of fun. That are like that into horse racing. Like I've been to like Monmouth a few times. Okay. I'd say you don't even have to be into it. Like you can bring anything in cigars, booze, food. It's like BYO. It's like going to a water park. Like there's a 13 year old kid checking your ticket. You can bring in yeah, anything you want. But you need someone who wants to put that together. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. Like I don't. We used to go to Atlantic Highlands, like Memorial Day weekend, me and my buddies. My buddy's dad had a house there. And then, yeah, we'd go to Monmouth Racetrack. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, you know, this is, this is, uh, this is pretty dire. It's hard. I don't really have a, 
a spin zone or a like a solution here. I just think they they can't hit. They don't have the they don't have the horses. No no pun intended. <laughs> I just do not see like there is no all right, Cashman, you got to go out and make a deal. There's no deal to be had. No, that we missed that boat. Like the deal, like you want it. The only there's nothing that's turned. I do not believe that there is a move that's going to turn this team around. The, our only hope is they start playing better. Like there, there's not a trade. Like we don't have anything that anyone wants where they would give up something. I saw an article today, like maybe we trade for Cody Bellinger. And it's like, for what? And they said like three prospects that are like ranked in the twenties for us. We'll all have like ERAs over five in like double A. <laughs> also, most of our prospects, they traded all of the prospects for Montas, Rizzo, Gallo, and Afros. Like there really aren't any yeah. prospects left to, to trade. Other, I mean, they're not going to trade Dominguez. Like, that's the only good one. Yeah, I mean, I really do think, like, at this point, it's, like, because you can't go full rebuild. Like, that's impossible because you've got Stanton, Judge, Cole. Like, you just can't with those guys. But I do think that as it gets, like, closer to the deadline, it's going to be, like, we're going to trade Glaber for parts. I I think they might. What's what's Austin Wells up to? He's supposed to be a I think he's in single A. Bruised rib, rehabbing at single A. Oh, he's injured too. Yeah. Fractured 12th rib. (laughs) There are, dude. How about Jeff Nelson having to leave the booth with vocal cord tightness? (laughs) Amazing. 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 It doesn't happen anywhere else. There are times lately the past couple of years where it's just like, I've never seen this in baseball, like some of the shit we do. Everywhere from Jeff Nelson having to leave during a game for vocal cord tightness to Gary Sanchez catching a ball 15 feet before the guy gets there and the guy being safe. Like it's, it has, we've lost games in ways you couldn't imagine. Um, and it's like, it's unfortunate because, you know, I see people go like, we can't just blow judge Cole Stanton's like, you know, prime. Well, we are, you yeah, can, kind of you can. Yeah. it's like when people say like failure is not an option, it's the easiest and most accessible option. Yeah, no, it is. You know, it was depressing for me these past couple of games. So Ruko, Ryan Ruko did, I guess the Minnesota and Texas series. And usually he's like, it's like watching with your little brother. Like he's all excited. He's, he's, you know, he's very enthusiastic. He's very positive, like rose colored glasses. And you could see even he was broken. And it's like, wow, like for, for a guy like that, who's whose whole thing is like positive energy and glass half full, like that guy was shattered by Sunday afternoon. Yeah, because, you know, like, hey, it's your dream. You just you know, it sucks. You're watching the team give up 15 runs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nestor is a guy who's like, you know, he's not the ace. It's not like he's going to shut him down. But like, yeah, you're like, all right, this guy can stop it, you know, and he, but he's also entitled to get shelled every once in a while. Because he's like a league minimum guy. Yeah, it's a good point. Uh, so as if we didn't have enough problems, do you think the pixie dust is finally wearing off or do you think he'll he'll get it together? Because he's had two dud starts in a row. He's got a 4.91 ERA and a zero war. Yeah, I mean, eventually the league was going to catch up to him and maybe he'll invent 
a new way to pitch. You know, he'll do like a triple pump with his leg or, you know, something else weird and that'll buy him some time. But you're not getting. uh, It's just like. Eventually, the league catches up. You have to continue. If you don't have A plus stuff, you have to continue to reinvent yourself. And it's something that he's going to be. And that's going to be really the challenge for him. The challenge is never going to be like, can he find that extra five miles an hour? The challenge is going to be, you know, can he just come up with bullshit long enough to get an extension somewhere? And there definitely is a bit of like a Murphy's Law thing going on, right? Because of course he's he's sucking now when we when all of our other starters are injured. Like if Rodon and Sevy were out here dominating, and you know Cortez went through a rough patch, big okay, whatever, we can get through it. Of course it's happening now when we don't have anybody out. Like everything from the Bowers injury to everything that can go wrong is is going wrong. It's almost impressive when you take a step back. It's almost like if you looked at the roster that was constructed. <laughs> The most obvious thing would happen. Yeah, yeah, no. Cashman constructed this just kind of like assuming that everything would go right. Like if everything goes perfectly, maybe we can win. And it's like he didn't he didn't have any insurance. And I, like I didn't see. I don't know when it comes out or whatever. I, I I haven't seen what Jake and John Boy asked uh, Boone. But like today's the day. And but it's similar. Like it, it is a organizational issue that like, we just hope they'll be better. You're going to see JD is going to have a great season based on what you give me one point of information that would suggest that the, that anything different than what has happened was going to happen. The most injured players are injured. The guys with a history of injuries are injured. The guys who historically bat 210 are batting 210. The left fielder who's maybe a center fielder, but really a deep down a golfer who fucking <laughs> lollygags everywhere is lollygagging everywhere. And that same guy who whines about playing time, even when he's getting more playing time than ever before, is whining about playing time. Like it's all the same shit. And, you know, Glaber started off really hot. We fucking loved it. Guess what? He's regressed back to the 50 50 kid. You knew that was coming. You knew that. Yeah. Everything is happening. The the DJ only batting 250, you like really thought like maybe if he's healthy, he's get more because there is a history of him not dealing with injury, playing much better. He's older. Who knows what's going to happen for like the rest of his career? I'm not saying he's cooked, but like he's also of an age where someone else is supposed to be doing the damage. He's supposed to be the veteran guy who bats 280 and can play good defense. Well, some young studs hitting 312. The only person who's really just doing what we expected is Rizzo. And Cole. And Cole. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, like, offensively. Yeah, 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 yeah. It yeah. is Rizzo. And I don't know. I mean, Rizzo's got – he's got his five home runs. He's hitting 282. I feel like at least two, maybe three of his home runs are real, like, garbage time home runs. Like two of them eight. were in that, like, 15 nothing loss where they were down 10 nothing in the first inning. Yeah, you're right. You're exactly yeah. right. And Glaber, Glaber's had a couple of those, too. Like, he, he hit a home run when they were up 12-1 against Minnesota. Yeah, no, it's it's really it's really bad. It's really just Cole and Rizzo. Bullpen's been good, but, like, bullpen doesn't matter if you don't have the lead. You know what I mean? Like, bullpen's got to be the last piece. If your offense sucks and your starting pitching sucks, doesn't matter if you have a good bullpen. Glaber's batting 245 on the season. In his last 15 games, it's 182. 
yeah, I, I, I told you so. Like I, <laughs> yeah. we, we both did. I'm not you, but yeah, people are. Yeah, no, it's very and like I saw some stats like after the first six games, it's like he's got a thousand OPS. Like he's so back. Like after the first weekend, you know. Yeah, he was about to go forty forty because he's got four home runs, five stolen bases. Hasn't been on base since. We talk a lot about like, oh, what games are we going to go to? What are we going to do? Are you just have you just lost all motivation at this point to go to a game, given how they're playing? Yes. There's no like, hey, because it, it's not even going to be like exciting. You know, like I'm excited to go to Baltimore when I go to Baltimore every year. Um, and it's not like we had two Saturdays in a row where they had home games. My daughter was sick. I was sick. You know, I was going to try to get to to those like there was always a chance of like maybe on the 13th I can like sneak away and go to a game but who knows where the fuck we're going to be then and then even like the Memorial Day weekend game my wife listens to the podcast I've never said that she will not allow me to go right every time I say I'm going to be you away have, for, yeah, you have I'm going to be away for work it's probably not the best to do that and we're hosting people the next day so like it's tough to to do she was like, don't say I didn't say you can't go to the game. I, go, I never did. I've never did. So it's always also kind of in the back of my head that like, I don't know if it's leading up to that week. Maybe I'm like, hey, Scott, Andrew, we got a ticket. Like, fuck it. I'm going to hop on Amtrak back and forth. Like, yeah. maybe I'll do it. There's far less motivation yes. to do that to put out like if it was at the end of my block, I'd go to Yankee Stadium. But like, I'm going to drive two hours to spend 20 something bucks on gas I'm going to spend 50 $8, on parking. $8.16 on tolls each on the each way on the Turnpike. I got to pay $16 to get out of New Jersey into New York. Got to tip and the it, parking guy in the Yeah, and I got to pay like $50 <laughs> for parking. I got to give that guy a 5 or a 10 so I can get out of there. Yeah, yeah. Then an hour, you know, after the game. And so even with like free tickets, like if if the I get free tickets, it is no, yeah, it's cost me hundreds of dollars. Yeah, no, it's and plus you might end up just walking around smoking a blunt at Applebee's. Yeah, <laughs> TGI Fridays. We know. went to Applebee's. That was fucking dope. <laughs> That's probably the last time I had fun at Yankee Stadium. <laughs> it really was, I think. I forget that we actually went in. We went in. That was that was absurd. Yeah, we went in at the end. We were like, I get. They said they're gonna play. It was like ten thirty. It was like they're gonna start this game any minute now. <laughs> Uh, that was that was the that was depressing. What did you think of uh, the Marley Rivera thing? I couldn't pick her out of a lineup like really? I have. It appears to me that I'm the only person on Twitter who didn't have like a personal interaction with her where she just, uh, I can't stand her. She was pretty mean to a lot of fans. That's I why just, a lot of people were like dancing on her grave. I guess like I just never saw it like. I saw like which she got fired because she referred to someone as a fucking cunt. Yes, yes. Who's the other person? She was you the know? she was a reporter who is also the wife of the director of MLB communications. Like the last person you should be saying that to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's just like I saw like Tucker Carlson got fired and someone was like, well, he called like some exec at, at Fox a cunt. And I was like, I mean, she's an exec at Fox. She probably is. <laughs> like, let's get the whole story here. Yeah. Was it on tape that she? Yeah, did? it was on video, and Judge was right there. Okay, so yeah. I saw some. I started watching that clip, and like she's talking in Spanish, 
And then I lost interest like four seconds in. But I saw like a lot of people really like jumping on her grave, so excited that she was fired. And I just remember, which, did she do Sunday Night Baseball for a little bit? Yes, she was like the sideline person or the whatever. Yeah. Oh, Jessica Mendoza was the one in the booth, right? Yes. People hated yeah. her. Yeah. People were really like mean to her. Um, I get, I, I'm going to be honest. I confused the two of them. I was like, okay. yeah, everyone hates the Sunday night baseball chick. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like I've seen her around on Twitter. I don't have any personal interactions with her. I also don't give a shit if someone's a reporter. So it's like, oh, if you say something to me or you like look down, like I've had some interactions with some of the reporters where I'm just like, I don't know. In the real world, I make way more money. than you, So like, I don't give a shit, but they feel like they have a lot of power with like the check mark and that they have a lot of followers yeah. and people yeah. hang on every word. It's like, it's definitely gotta be a power trip. But none of them are doing a good job because no one's asking follow-up questions. No, no. I, uh, I just got a text from my dad. Bet you're pumped tonight for seeing her mom bring us another stellar four innings, six earn. <laughs> the vibes are low. The, the it mom- is. It's so bad. I hate seeing the zero on his back. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like it reminds me that he's a fucking zero. (laughs) And it's like he sucks. He's a you know, he had the domestic violence thing. I I do believe I've said it a billion times. I do believe that if it happens once and you make, you know, reconciliation with your significant other, whatever it is, you serve your time, whatever it may be. I don't think it should end your life. I think everyone should keep an eye on you. Um, so it's like, oh, you're a bag of shit and you fucking stink and we can't <laughs> trade you anywhere because you stink and you hit women. Yeah, no, he's not like like generally like you keep a guy around like that. It's like, well, he's really helping us win or he's really important to the team. Like Herman's a scumbag and he sucks. You know, it's yeah. like, what? why are we the, the, they're desperate for bodies? Brito has really, you know, Brito has come back to earth. He had two good starts to start it off and now he's got an ERA over six. Um, yeah, the days, the days that Cole doesn't pitch, it's looking like the Yankees are going to be demoted to my small TV on mute. What but, else would you watch? Like just you personally, what do you watch? I would just let Jamie, like if she wants to watch like something, a TV show. I would let her watch it. That, that's how okay. bad the Yankees are playing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I was just curious. Like, cause yeah. you, it's like, what are you going to rewatch the Sopranos for the eighth no, time? No, 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 it, would, it would be, it would be up to her. Um, they have Herman. So to Monday, I'll probably be a loss. You got to think Cole wins on Tuesday and then Clark Schmidt on Wednesday. So think one and then God three at the trop. Maybe they'll win the Cole game. I, I mean, and here's the thing. Cole has been pitching lights. A Cole's due to just have not a great start. Like I'm not saying he's going to give up six runs, but you know, he's due for uh four runs over five innings and the offense just doesn't show up game. Cole is also not scheduled if they stay on rotation to pitch in Tampa. So you have to think they'll reset it or, or make sure that he. Yeah, I don't think so. I mean, no, it's too early in the season. Wow. Okay. He is yeah. due. He is due to have that first that first bad start. Like though. for you to think that all of a sudden this organization is going to have a sense of urgency <laughs> is one of the most insane ideas. Like there is, they have done nothing that. I mean, JD is going to have a good season. Like that's. There's nothing that points that they're learning any lessons. That's what I think is the most frustrating part is it's not like, oh, well, we've been in this situation before. Here's how we get out of it. No, we just kind of stay in this situation. 
you know, and I'm looking at it and it's like, well, he's pitching Tuesday so they could skip somebody. He could come back Sunday against the Rays. But you're right. They won't. And they'll face him against the athletics. Also, my mother-in-law judge is on the IL. Damn it. Don't worry, though. Franchi Cordero's back. Ah, man, they're going to I don't even want to right hip strain. Retroactive to the 28th. So they're going to get. Wow. They're going to get. Uh. They're going to get crushed in Tampa. My mother-in-law did the ask how the Yankees are doing when we know they're sucking thing. I, I, you're right, man. Everybody does that to us. Yeah, no one. You're five games up. No one's asking no, you shit yeah. about the Yankees. No one gives a <laughs> shit. Like, I mean, I got – it's my nephew's bar mitzvah on Saturday. We have a rehearsal, oh. we have a rehearsal on Thursday. We have the full day with family on Saturday. Someone's going to ask me, you know, easily like how the Yankees doing. Some of them, my nephew's other grandfather is a big Phillies fan, like grew up, you know, I mean, he's like a 70 something year old guy and was like in the program of like the picture of fans on front in like 19 fucking 62 or something yeah. like that. I think I did hear a rumor last year that he stopped watching because he doesn't like the he stopped watching last year because of the rules that were coming into place this year. Like he was like, I don't like the the no DH. I, I don't like the universal DH pitch clock, things like that. And I was just like, I don't know. Your team seems like they might go to the World Series. I'd maybe be watching. <laughs> um, so you never know. Like he may ask and like he asks from a place of like liking baseball, but also like this is a good point to like needle you. Oh, always, dude, especially with the with the Philly people. No, they they do. So your bar mitzvah, it's this Saturday. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, the, the, we might be coming off like six losses in a row. That could be. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm not even going to think about the Yankees on Saturday. I, I have won't, tickets, yeah. I won't even think about them for a half a second. Don't. I have tickets May 12th, and if Judge isn't back, I, I'm selling them. It, I'll get money for them because it's Anthony Rizzo Mandalorian bobblehead day. So somebody will buy them who doesn't care about baseball and just wants the toy. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, that'd be a tough one. A Friday night. Who are you supposed to go with? Um, I just have two tickets right now, so I'll just, I'll just, you know, text somebody. Um, yeah, it's just like, you're not letting someone down. It'd be easy to get out of it. Yeah, yes, exactly. And that's, and like, especially cause it happens to be a good giveaway. I know I can, I'll know I'll get more than what I paid for, but yeah, if judge isn't activated and one of the, I mean, if Cole's not pitching, you know what I mean? Like it's at this point, the, the bar to ha- go to a good game, it's like Cole has to be pitching or judge has to be in there it's not even worth it really yeah or like i gotta have like a, a whole crew of people that like i'm just excited to be out of the house with that like the yankees and aren't gonna troll me if they lose yeah like even like i don't know i'm going to baltimore you know it's a mix of well that's different events, but it's like that's it like that's all i'm excited for because it's just like i'm getting out of the house my kids aren't there yeah yeah no this is wow if it wasn't depressing enough finding out judge to the il during the last five minutes of this podcast it Pretty much uh, ties a bow on it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's the fucking worst. I don't like I don't know. You know, I get it. You got to put him on the IL, you know, and who knows? Maybe if we had given him that extra day, like by now, it like it comes back. You know, if he doesn't on top of the swing, like if he doesn't warm up and go through all the motions that he has to, who knows? But also, what are are they going to have him go to fucking Scranton or? Do rehab games after being out for a week? Like, I, I, I think it depends on how the injury heals. I mean, 
you're talking about is if he's definitely just going to be back, which I'm no guarantee that that would happen. You're right. You're right. Well, uh, man, it's a tough one. I got nothing. Yeah, it's about to be a hot girl summer. You can't let a bunch of fuck boys with good jobs in New York ruin your summer. Get yourself a get yourself a high noon or white claw or whatever the fuck you drink, and just be flirty all summer. Just like listen for the fellas. Don't get hung up on this team. Don't let it ruin the way you treat other people, the way you talk to them. Just go out there and smooch some girls with consent, ladies. Don't let these fall. You've been not letting fuck boys get you down for a very long time. You can't start, you know, by letting a bunch of these are just fuck boys wearing pinstripe suits to work. It's just fucking Wall Street. All right. Fuck these guys. Enjoy your summer. My pool opens May 15th. And that's all we can think about right now. It's going to be a long fucking year just trying to come up with an hour every week of a new way to say I hate Brian Cashman. <laughs> yeah, we're going to need to do some brainstorming. But I do like that we are, as a fan base, coming together like this is Brian Cashman. Everyone knows it's Brian Cashman. It's unified, and it used to be like, oh, Cashman, Boone. I think people realize that Cashman has ten times the influence on everything that Boone does. Yeah. You know, in Boone's fairness, like Boone didn't doesn't want Willie Calhoun hitting fifth. Like he, he didn't make the roster. It's like the old line that Bill Parcells used to say, like, oh, if you're gonna make me cook the meal, I should be allowed to shop for the groceries. Like Boone isn't shopping for the groceries, so you know, he's like, getting McDonald's ingredients to cook with. And they're asking him to make chicken salad out of chicken shit. Yep. All right. Well, that's all we got. You can follow Nick on Twitter at nkirbyny. You can follow me at JJ from the Bronx. Who knows what the fuck? I'm not even tweeting during games anymore. Just like a lack of interest in like putting out there just saying the same thing that everyone else is saying. Yeah. We'll see what happens over the next week. It's probably going to be bad. We'll see you at the parade. I don't know whose parade, but we'll see you at a parade. <laughs> Thanksgiving Day Parade, Macy's maybe. <laughs> Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.